We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I am your host today, Jared Timms, and I am joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime tonight, Nate Green. Nate, welcome back. It's been a minute. I think our vacation from Angels Baseball was well worth it because it doesn't seem like we missed a lot except for the complaining that we that we like to do, but it seems like we're going to be back. I know that you're going to start getting busy here with Summer Ball. But I think that we can make this work, and I think that all our whole team will be able to make this work, and we're going to get podcasts out Monday through Friday now. Well, Tuesday this week. We weren't able to do it Monday. We've been trying to switch stuff over and everything. But, Nate, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. How about you, Jared? I am not doing too bad. The Angels won tonight. It's a lot of fun. I, I mean, the Angels are, aren't playing horrible baseball. They're playing 500 baseball at the moment, and it's not been too bad the past I guess week and a half, there's not too much to complain, complain about, except for, I feel like we do have a little bit of complaining to do about tonight's win, even though the Angels won. I still like to complain, right? I mean, we gotta, we gotta find something to nitpick about. You can, I'm gonna be more positive. I don't believe you, but I, <laughs> I do appreciate it. So, Nate, as always, I like to start this off with a little bit of a question. Who do you have winning the College World Series as we're watching regionals unfold on this fantastic Monday night? Uh, who do you got winning the College World Series? I mean, I got Arkansas. I don't watch too much College World Series. I think Arkansas is really freaking good, but can't go against some of those teams that have already made it into super into the regional or into super regionals. Yeah, this is an easy one for me. Vanderbilt's got too much pitching, um, too much depth. That's been to the College World Series multiple times, uh, and they have the best coach in college baseball. So Vanderbilt's going to win it all. I can totally see that happening as well. I mean, Jack Leiter. Kumar Rocker, just to name a few. Like I, I, their whole team will probably get drafted this season. It's it's quite impressive what Mandy does on a on a yearly basis. The Alabama Crimson Tide of baseball. It's it's really it really is impressive. And even dating back the past like what five years, you look at some of their rosters that they've had, and it's like, 
wow. It's it's special. Not too many teams really have ever done that. I mean, you can look at some Florida teams. I'd I'd probably venture to say, I, I mean, but the things that out uh, that the things that Vandy are doing right now are historical and unbelievable and. I, I can totally see them winning. I, I really can. I just like Arkansas. I think that they are one of the best teams in the nation. Uh, they are the best team in the nation at the moment until told otherwise. So I guess we'll just kind of see how it un- unfolds and just see what, what happens here in the next upcoming weeks of the College World Series. And we're definitely going to talk about that a little bit. I think we like talking baseball and we like talking college baseball too. So And because there's a lot of draft implications as well. Yes. There, there yes. is. It, a lot it, of guys in this... In this uh... Regional, super regional, college world series that could easily get drafted. Yeah, and, yeah, and I have a lot of insight, but I'm not going to share it with any of you guys because I, I don't know. I won't share it with you guys yet, though. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get, uh, we'll get some special guests on talking about the draft here real soon, and just kind of see where that goes. And there could be some special announcements, announcements going on with the draft too. So, guys, before we get going any further, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast, continuing to support this podcast even through our ups and downs, even through our time off that we've needed, that we've taken throughout our baseball seasons and throughout Angels season. We just want to thank you so much for doing that. If you like what we're doing, share with a friend. Give us a five-star review. And like I said, tell a friend. That's how we spread word of mouth. Let them know that we have one of the best Angels podcasts out there and one of the most reliable Angels podcasts out there. And You know, you can come and listen to us anytime. So thank you for that. And guys, without any further ado, give us one moment to pay the bills. Hey, everyone. Before we start, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here, Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is a perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive cover art, personalized, Q&As of Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks and on top of that we'll help you get your show pushed out to apple spotify google stitcher and you name all the other ones you got them okay the best part is you can get all this for only 15 bucks a month the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just the initial setup so whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports podcasting experience Acceptance in the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com forward slash join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more. That's bwhustle.com slash join. All right, Nate, enough with all these introductions. Let's get this show rolling and talk some Angels baseball. We haven't been on the air too much to talk about anything going on. Like I said, the Angels are playing 500 baseball, I believe, in the past about two weeks since the beginning of the Oakland series. Actually, they're probably playing a little bit better than 500 baseball in the past two weeks, and it's, again, been a lot of fun. The Angels are four games under 500 with a very favorable schedule coming forward, and Nate, first question, do we see them get back to 500? I don't know. That's that's tough. You're going to have to win four in a row to do that because you are going to have to go on the road to play Oakland, which is going to be tough. Um Yes, you do see them get to 500, but it only lasts a, a couple days, and then they'll be back under 500. Oh, I thought you said you were going to be positive. I, I was about the way everything's unfolding, but uh, I, I got to be realistic, right? Like they 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 do have an easy schedule coming up with Arizona and and Detroit, but then after that, it gets really, really, really difficult. With San Francisco is playing well, Tampa Bay, New York. 
yeah, it's it's definitely a grind. This this uh, early year was a grind. Yeah, I, I I do agree. I mean, you look at the first, the last couple games I'd say before the All Star break. I, I think that they play Tampa in Tampa, and I think they play New York in New York. Then they go to the All Star break, and and we'll just kind of I guess see what happens. We'll hopefully maybe see the Angels, you know, take a couple games from. New York and take a couple games from Tampa. I know the Angels have actually played New York fairly well over the past 10 years. I know that doesn't mean much, but it feels like the Angels have some decently good successes in New York. I could totally be wrong. I don't have any stats in front of me, but it just kind of feels like they play the Yankees pretty well every single time. Maybe not the last couple of years, but I mean, just it just seems like they play them well. So the Angels won tonight. Big win for the Angels. I think it was a 7-3 game. Dylan Bundy pitched 7-4. No, it was more than that. 8-5. I don't know what the score was. The Angels won, though. That brought him back. To, what was the score? 8-3. 8-3. I was close. 8-3, 7-4. I mean, we're in the same ballpark. Nate, let's pick a bone, shall we? The Angels and Joe Madden took out Dylan Bundy with 75 pitches, I believe. And obviously, Dylan Bundy wasn't happy about that. What say we about all of this? I, I, I'm not a fan of taking out pitchers. I know Bundy was pitching well, but he got hit hard. It just felt like tonight was a night that the bullpen could have rested, but instead they bring in Chris Rodriguez in a 7-2 to game, I think, at the time. I think Rodriguez gives up a run, um, and it ends up being a 7-3 game at the time. They decide after that to bring in Mike Myers, who's been struggling of late, and then James Hoyt. It just it just felt like you could have pushed Bundy into the seventh or eighth inning and saved some bullpen. I I mean, and it feels like it, this happens a lot, you know, that the Angels could be saving some bullpen, but instead decide to use three bullpen arms and you know just tax the bullpen even more. So I, I don't know if you agree or disagree with me about that. I don't even know if you watched the game or not because I kind of barely watch the game and I know that college baseball is on as well but I, I just want to get your two cents on this I know that we continue to have these arguments about the bullpen and I, I'm just not a fan of what's going on yeah I, I agree with what you're saying I, I do like to see the starters go deep especially in this type of game where they had a decent sized lead but for fairness Dylan Bundy has not had an outing where he could actually feel good about himself in a long, long time, right? So they took him out with a runner on, I believe, runner on first, and all it takes is one of his 700 home runs he's given up this year, um, and all of a sudden and it's a 6-4 game or 7-4 game, and Dylan Bundy goes from feeling really good about his outing to, oh, crap, I, pit- I did not pitch as good as I would have liked. So that is the one thing is it does allow Dylan Bundy to feel like, hey, I, I did a really good job tonight. Yeah, he's frustrated. He didn't get to go deeper into the game. But, I mean, when's the last time Dylan Bundy feels like he threw a really good game? It's been, what, four, five, maybe even six starts? It has. It, it, it has been a minute, it feels like. And I I do understand it. I do get where you're, where you're coming from there. But on the other end of things, and and Nate, you said you were going to be positive, and you're not being positive at the moment. So I'm going to call you out on that. Positive about I, it. That is, that's pretty positive to say. You know what? It it wasn't the worst move. No, no, no. I I agree. You're being you're being very positive today, and I appreciate it, Nate. It's it's a huge thing for this show if you're positive and I'm negative. People love when I'm negative. <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know, I I I think that if you push Bundy 
to 100 pitches there, and he works himself into the seventh or eighth inning. And heck, if he gives up three runs, you know, instead of saying, damn, he pitched six innings on 75 pitches and gave up two runs, instead he worked in the eighth, into the eighth inning, gave up three runs, not saying that would have happened, and who knows, the Angels might end up losing this game. But I just think that, you know, if he works into the eighth inning, like we saw Alex Cobb do the other day, Alex Cobb gave up a, a freak five spot against the Mariners. Angels ended up winning this game. But the, it, Cobb gave up a freak five spot and was perfect the rest of the game. I think he gave, I think he retired the first nine batters he faced. The Mariners put up a five spot in the fourth on a grand slam that that came off of like a bunt, a bloop single, a walk, and then a and then then the home run. So I, and then Cobb I think retired the next eleven batters he faced and he was at ninety six pitches and it was like. Let him go back out there for the eighth. He earned the eighth. Let him go back out there. You know, like that's that's. I, and I think that I'm. Now you can hear it in my voice. I'm getting a little frustrated at this. I'm. I mean, w- what is the biggest issue with the Angels this year? Yeah, it's definitely been the, the, the pitching. Whether it's starting pitching or, or relief pitching, you can you can blame both of them, in my opinion. Because I know some people want to blame the the relievers, but to be fair our starters don't go deep into the games which puts a lot of pressure on the bullpen so it goes back and forth both both parties are to blame um 100% I, I i agree i do agree with you there but when you got something going like the angels have had you let it roll <laughs> like that like you had alex Cobb rolling you let it roll you know you you let it keep going and same thing goes with bundy bundy with 75 pitches tonight through six innings and you're like well let's you get two runners on we're gonna yank you here and you don't leave on a good note there you know you you don't Nate we've been in this situation where it's like where you're throwing well and it feels like you're throwing well and you don't have a lot of pitches but you see the coach coming out and you're like I just gave I just walked somebody why are you taking me out we've both been in that situation before as pitchers and we've been on the field for that situation and it's not a great feeling like and I think that that's where we're at and I I it's just tough to see the Angels consistently struggle. And granted, the Angels had the one of the best. Actually, the Angels had the best bullpen in baseball for like an eleven game span. I, and I'm not even kidding. When you look at WAR, and I know you're not a WAR fan, but but the not Angels, for- yeah, I, the, the Angels had the best FanGraphs WAR over the past like twelve games or something like that. And yeah, it, it was for for the bullpen for the bullpen. And it, and and you know at that point, yeah, you let you let your bullpen work, you know. And, and until it doesn't work anymore, and we saw it not work, I think, on Sunday and after Sandoval's brilliant start. And then you come back out and you try to use the bullpen again after you're trying to, you know, rest them. And I think even Sandoval had a, had a good start, and, and they took him out early, and which I understand that. I do, but, you know, I, I just – I've got to pick a bone there. You, you feel where I'm coming from? Yeah, absolutely. I just, I just know – that uh, Bundy has been bit by the home run ball more than I think anyone in baseball. It's it's been he's top five in home runs allowed. So all it takes is for a guy who's hit the ball hard two abs. Uh, all it takes is for him to hit one out, and all of a sudden it's seven four, and all of a sudden you're starting to think about it. Like, does Dylan Bundy feel good about the outing if he goes five and two thirds and gives up a tank to end his night? No, but. Does he feel good knowing that C-Rod comes in, gets the out, and uh, he knows he went five and two-thirds and we have a lead going into the bottom of the sixth? Yeah, yes, but... When's the last time he's had that feeling? 
not you're not wrong, but what I'm saying is like sometimes you just need a happy a, a happy feeling after an outing, and I think for a guy who's been struggling a lot lately, I, I don't hate the move. I, I really don't, and I know C Rod got up in the pen um, this weekend, didn't get in the game, so it was a good opportunity to get him in the game. It was a good opportunity to get Myers back right. Like, hey, we're in a blowout. Like, work on some stuff. Don't. Try not to give up a bomb. Like, try not to walk guys. Like, those are the things where it's like, hey, you're up five runs. Like, do a job right here. So, um, I actually think they they use certain guys in good situations tonight to get them back right. So, hopefully, when we are playing Oakland next week and it's, you know, 4-3 going into the seventh, he has no problem going to C-Rod or no problem going to Myers. And hopefully both of them are right again. Yeah, you know, I, I I I agree with you there, and it, it the it is what it is. <laughs> I, we can't we we can complain about this all the whole time, and we can complain about defense all we want to, and we can complain about what Madden does. But it, I mean, there's we can't make a difference in this. So I just figured we could kind of talk about that before getting on to the real conversation that we wanted to have, and that's Joe Adele. I mean, at what point do you bring this guy up? Um, I know there's a. I know it's tough. You know we're still seeing a lot of strikeouts, but Nate over his last 14 games, he's batting 313 with 11 home runs during that span and 17 strikeouts. I know 17 strikeouts is a lot, but you, how do you ignore 11 home runs in 14 games? I mean the the dude is unbelievable right now. The only way to ignore it is knowing that the ball is better than playing in Colorado where he's playing. Um, How's he playing defensively? That's the biggest, like, that's honestly the biggest concern I have is how's the dude playing defensively. Um, I, I've seen all the home runs. I've, I've seen he's not hitting terribly with a bunch of strikeouts, but it's like the defense is, is key because right now we're, we're playing a lot of guys in right field who don't play right field. And, yeah, Kim Wong made probably the play of the game today, and I know that's weird to say. They robbed a home run in, what, the, the first or second inning? But, um, yeah, I think that really gave Bundy some confidence to go out there and, and throw um, throw some quality pitches after that. So the biggest thing for me is defensively, I, I don't think he's going to have a problem hitting. Um, we see it with a lot of young guys. I mean, Trout did not hit well early. Um, I think Soto struggled early. Tatis had a little bit of a, a transition period. And, I mean, you see Jared Klenick, the uh, – superstar Mariners guy he's over his last 39 just got sent down so I mean it happened so I, I don't think hitting is going to be a problem but defensively he needs to be able to play a quality right field where we can throw him out there and not have to worry about what could go wrong yes and here's one of the reasons why I ask this because I think he's going to play center field until Trout gets back. That's how close I think they are to bringing him up. Because I, I'm thinking about this now. I look at all the minor league roster, or minor league lineups, and I think he's played center field almost all this last series, which is interesting. And that, it's just kind of processing through my head. I'm going to have to go back and look at some lineups now at this point. And I'm going to tweet it out if, if for anybody that wants to see it. But... But it, it, it's kind of interesting. I mean, how do you feel about Adele being in center field until Trout gets back? Again, just like K 
can he do it at the major league level? Um, he's athletic. He is athletic, but we also saw him in, in spring training look like uh, he had never played the outfield in his life, and he was playing center field, which is supposedly his most comfortable position. So I don't know. It's that, That's the big question mark for me is can he play the outfield every single day um, without being a liability? Yeah, I, 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 that's the tough question, and, and this is something that we don't see a lot of. You know, with minor league stuff, it's it's we just talked about home runs and we talked about the strikeouts. But yeah, how is he playing defensively? And everything that I've seen, he looks like an athlete. <laughs> he he he. There there are times out there, and, and you can take that for how you want. But there's times out there where he looks really good, and there's times out there where it's like, well, there's Joe Adele again from 2020. So I I I don't know what you're going to get out of him. I think that. I think that confidence is key for him, and I think that I think that that's that. I don't know. Defense is going to be kind of tough for me, and and that goes to I don't know if we have this conversation or not right now. But look at how the Angels have played defensively this year. One of the worst teams in baseball defensively. So Joe Adele being bad defensively is that going to disappoint you? Yes, because to be fair, um, yes, we've been very bad defensively, but. We have a lot of guys playing out of position. Taylor Ward's playing right field a lot. Keon Wong played right field tonight. Um, we had Jack Mayfield and Jose Rojas playing third base, which, I mean, both you and I before the season said, Jose Rojas will probably be able to hit, but where can he play? Like, outfield, no. He can play first or second, probably not short or third. Like, so, so we've had a lot of guys playing out of position, and I think that has hurt the defense because you're not wor- like I'm sure Cam Wong has worked in the outfield probably a handful of times but that's not something where it's like second nature to him like playing the middle infield is so yes it, it wouldn't be as this point because we've been very bad defensively but like he's supposedly a true center fielder so he should not have trouble playing center field and I I, I don't disagree with you there I think that it I think that it I think it might happen I I really do he's played center field each of the last three games for Salt Lake. They have a day off tomorrow and it'll be it'll be interesting to see. So I, I don't I don't know. I think we see Adele this week. I really do. I think if I mean it's hard to ignore it to answer the question that I asked. <laughs> Originally, I mean I, I I think we see him this week. It, it, and would we have a problem with seeing him this week? I, I don't. No, it's it's a good time actually. Um puts us in June so gives us that extra year with him. So, yeah, I, I don't see it being a problem, but um, what does that mean? Who, who are we DFAing? Who? Well, you don't have to. De- I don't think you have to DFA anybody. I think you just got to send somebody down. Or would it be like, uh, do you send Keen Wong? DFA Keen Wong. I mean, I don't know. That It'll That's be interesting to see. Like, a pitcher? What? You could DFA a pitcher technically to bring him up? I don't know. I think everyone is pretty much out of options. Like, you're looking at not too many guys with options, and the guys with options are playing. So it looks like you're probably going to have to DFA someone. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm totally with you there. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think I have much else to talk about. Nate, you have any final thoughts before we get going and, you know, get on with Angels baseball? Nope. Uh, excited to see uh, what happens the rest of the week. I mean, Kansas City's a tough ball club. I think they're very underrated. They're 
they're scrappy. So it's going to be fun to see how we handle these guys for the next two nights. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't think that any of these games are easy games. I don't think any games against any major league teams are easy, especially when it's the Angels. And yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to watch. I think you know we've talked about this off the record a lot. We like the Royals. We think they're a good team. It's going to be fun to see Bobby Witt for them at some point and see what the Angels can do. I I, I I'm just excited to talk Angels baseball on a on a daily basis again to get this get this rolling again. Hopefully, I'm. Um, see you know Derek come back on Brock will get back on oh Brock works a lot and it, it's tough to get him on but Brock will come back on John's gonna get back on again I know that Derek John got back on last week but I'm just excited to talk on a daily basis and and get this going again guys so as always thank you so much for listening to this podcast you can follow myself on Twitter at Jared underscore Tims you can follow Nate at Nate Green 34 follow us on all of our social medias that's talking halos on Instagram Twitter and Facebook and guys Have a great rest of your day. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.